Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet The Weekly Planet Welcome everybody to episode 8 of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. This week, Mason. Hello. Hello, Hello listeners. How are you? I'm good. Was that the listeners? That was, did you, did you heard that right? Our one. Yeah. We're haunted by one listener who died in this room. <laughs> who died in the spare room of your house. Apparently uh, he was still with us mm. in non-ghost spirit. We miss him. We do. This week we're talking The Hunger Games. Catching Fire, and the Doctor Who 50th Anniversary Special, The Day of the Doctor. They're both popular things, aren't they? They are. You know what, do you think they're very, do you think there's a much fan overlap between those two things? Sassy lasses. Yep. And people are like bow ties and like floppy hair. Us two. That's it. That's it's really just us two, yeah. right? Yeah. And the ghost. And the ghost guy. <laughs> Alright, so before we get started on that, obviously we're going to talk news. Why obviously? Because it's a segment. Oh, okay, right, cool. Okay, sorry. <laughs> is that a regular thing now? I think so, What yeah. constitutes regular? We've done like four times at least. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Four times? Ten yes. times? Yep. Ten times. Okay, so I've got a few comic book and just movie related news to get started. Hey, I'm just going to adjust this microphone. And by that I mean the stool that the microphone sits on. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean the, the incredible amounts of technical equipment we have here. That's what you mean. That's right? what I mean. You, what you mean is your motion to our producer, and then he made an adjustment. Is that right? That's what you meant, Gary. Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Great bloke. Mm. Okay, so you're familiar with the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, no. the reboot franchise. I'm I know not. you've never seen. I've it. never. I'm aware of what it is. Yes. Yes. So what? Before we go on with this, what what are your reasonings for not seeing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man again? Um, they make me sad. The Spider-Man movies make me sad on the inside. So, a single tear and it just goes down my face for an hour. So he's not... You, you you resent the fact that he's not happy-go-lucky? Yep. And you resent the fact that he's British? Yeah, both those things. Okay, cool. Well, look, maybe this title... Well, like Andrew Dumfield. <laughs> yes. Cop that, mate. I think I've got something that will turn around your opinion, though. Okay. You have to watch that movie I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> Fine. I'll watch it... Before, before... At least before we see this scene. Do you have a legitimate copy that I can legitimately... Of course I do. Okay, I'll get that it's legitimate on my Blu-ray copy. shelf. Great. <laughs> right next to my Walkman. <laughs> 
on the, next to all the other things that I definitely still have. Um, this title will change your mind. Okay. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Rise of Electro. It doesn't, though. Is it long enough? It's certainly long enough, but also, why would anybody care about that? Mm. What That's not a subtitle that encourages anyone to see it right. No. Who, who even knows who Electro is, aside from... Comic book notes. That's yeah, that's a really good point. Well, mm. after Jamie Fox makes him oh. world famous. Well, yeah. well I should say this point, Spider-Man no. Two, Jamie Fox is in this one. Brackets, he's won an Oscar. Brackets, he was in Django, that was a good one. Brackets, <laughs> he probably had a dick double in that scene. Brackets, but who cares? Was good it's pretty good. I'd definitely see that. Yeah. Who wouldn't see I'd that? I'd say that, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but look, that's not the only Amazing Spider-Man 2 Rise of Electro news. Like that, that's a, a tentative That title. would have been enough news for me, but <laughs> the fact that you've got more is very Do you think they should just be like, call it the Spectacular Spider-Man? Or yeah. Some, just something like that. Not even that. Just, it, it, just something like that. But then they would have to be like shelved differently. Yeah, on, on that's the, a good point. At yeah. the DVD Blu-ray store that we go to often, <laughs> legitimately and buy things. That's a good point. We'd never find it. Yeah, we'd never find it, exactly. We'd yeah. have to download it legally off the internet. I think, they, I think they've made a mistake though, even putting the 2 there. The Amazing Spider-Man is long enough without The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then if you're going to change it to anything else, uh-huh. it just goes forever. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to this one, though, from the leaked footage that I've seen legitimately when mm-hmm. we went to Comic-Con that time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I think it might actually turn out okay. There's no trailer yet for this anyway. But you love the Spider-Man universe, and good thing too, because... Uh, the Sony, one of the Sony co-chairmen, can't remember her name off the top of my head. She came out and said there's going to be more Spider-Man movies with heroes and villains, maybe in their own kind of spin-off uh, versions. So maybe we'll see a Venom. She didn't say anything specific. Maybe we'll see a Venom. Worked out really well last time. <laughs> Are you talking about Spider-Man Three Venoms? Yes. Yeah. What a Spider-Man Three Venom. Topher Grace is in this one. Brackets. He's Venom. Brackets. Probably had a dick double. Brackets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so do you think there, there's enough characters in just the Spider-Man universe to spit off, though? Hang on, are we spinning off? Are we spinning off like secondary heroes as well? Yeah, I just, guess so. Like yeah. Flash Thompson. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, they may have changed it recently, but Flash Thompson is the new Venom. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they could do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got Spider-Man's got the best rogues gallery. I he think, does. Of, of yeah. Almost any more than of, Batman. Uh, he's got the best superpower Rose Rhodes Gallery. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't know how many. I don't. I don't think more than Aqualad. Sorry. Give me on. another. Give me another Spider-Man ally though. Who else? Who else? Uh, you, you want an Aunt May? So um, movie? Black Black Cat. No. No. Tried it with Catwoman. Didn't fly. No. Nobody's going to try that again. Yeah. Fair Might point. be great, but it won't be great. Yeah. <laughs> I think Felicity Hardman is playing um Black Cat in this one. There's a whole lot of Felicity um... Hardman is Felicia Hardy. That's interesting. Ah. To me. Just to me, no one <laughs> I else. I've got that name wrong. You know her though, right? She's in a bunch of stuff. No. Nah. Oh, never mind. She's British also. Ooh. Oh, the most British Spider-Man movie ever. The most British, yeah. Uh, crumpets. So look, oh, look I, think, I think they should work. Amazing here. Spider-Man 2, T and Crumpets, brackets. I'd say that. So, brackets, yeah. 11Zs. So yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2, very excited then. That's, was that in sum up? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds really good. I don't cool. want to preemptively give it best movie ever, but it's on the way. Excellent. Well, this this will make you really happy if you love sequels. I do. Die Hard 6. What? No. <laughs> Wait, I actually... No. <laughs> no. I can't stop it. If you oh, say... Yeah, I guess you can't. That's true. 
Okay, so look, I, 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 as I think I said the other week, I turned off Die Hard Five. Uh huh. Great. About ten minutes in. Ten minutes. Oh, you didn't even hear yeah. it. Okay. Nah. Um. It just, That's you're still in Act One there. Yeah. Hmm. But I hadn't heard good things, and at the start, I'm like, this isn't very good, and I turned it off. What part of it wasn't very good then? It was kind of dull. It's not. They're not even since four, which I don't even hate four. They're not really Die Hard movies. They're just generic Bruce Willis movies. They're generic they? Bruce Willis movies. Yeah. I've said before, and this is true. I think it's not true. It's a lot. It's a thing that I think it's true. Yeah, I've, I've got enough of an ego to think it's true. Um, I think for Die Hard Four, he should have grown back his widow's peak. Absolutely, or, he or, should or have. Like, if or, if he can't, I assume he can't. Yeah. At this point, they could have just put that on because the 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 entire premise of those movies is he's not having a good day at all. Yeah. And in the first, he looks worried all the time. He does. That thinning widow's peak yeah. on his head. <laughs> And in the in Die Hard Four, which is the last one I saw as well, mm. he's just a generic shaved-headed Bruce Willis yeah. hero guy, and he doesn't look like he's having trouble at all. No, so. he's not. Well, that's the thing. I think that's that's the problem with with that series when he became this kind of invincible Rambo action man. Does he? And it looks like in Five, he's well. That's pretty much what Five looked out like to me. I mean, from the clips I've seen, like he jumps out of a window as a helicopter's shooting at him and his son. Put his right. son in it, <laughs> yeah, which is great. great. Uh-huh. The actor who plays his son actually is a pretty good actor. Well, I think he's good. He's in um Spartacus, but anyway. And he crashed out a window and he falls like stories and stories and then through like a glass ceiling and then like into a pool. Through the glass ceiling. Through the glass ceiling. Wow, that's very progressive of the Die Hard films. Good on him. So yeah, I think he's too... And then it's like the bit in in 4, which again I didn't hate, where like he he flings the The cart, the helicopter, helicopter and he fights the jet with the the truck. Yeah. (laughs) Like just a bunch of stuff like... In in one, he kind of struggled to really do anything. Like a fist fight would be, he'd nearly die every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one, he's just kind of burning through. Do you think he'd get less capable as the years went by? Yeah, you would think his that. His knees would wear out and stuff? Well, Die Hard 6. Okay. The writer... Brackets, his knees wear out. <laughs> Brackets, Brackets probably had a knee double. <laughs> so he's uh, the writer, Ben uh, Treblecook. Um, Fake name, his... sure. No, real name. Huh. I, I actually reached out to Twitter to compliment him on his Die Hard story. And his name? Ben Treblecook. Okay, fine. I mean, I'll probably say it wrong, but that's yeah. what it reads like in my head. It sounds like Ben Treblecliff. That's it. Is yeah. he a giant musical note? He's a giant musical note. Well, though, Treblecliff isn't technically a note. I know. What? <laughs> Shut up. God. The last thing we need on this show is to start correcting each other's errors. That is, the, that is a slippery slope to just leaping out this window. <laughs> Don't do it. So, fair point. I apologise. John McClane. Yep. Uh, so the I'm, story is, I'm on board so far. He goes to Japan. Was he in Russia in the last one? He was one? in Russia in the no, last one. No, I don't one. like this trip. I don't like wait, this trend. Wait. To be commended by the Nakatomi Corporation for oh. saving lives 30 years before. Oh, the 36 okay. lives he saved. Yeah. And again, apparently they're going to strip a whole lot away. He's going to be a lone wolf again and he's going to be vulnerable. And he said, um, Ben Treblecook said, one and three are the best, which I absolutely agree with. Uh-huh. And that's what he's kind of trying to replicate. Huh. So, oh, right. and Samuel L. Jackson might be in it as Zeus in a small appearance. All right. Because he's like, he's always got a buddy. The God Zeus. Yeah, the God Zeus, yeah. Great. He's always got, you know, he's always got a buddy. Yep. Sometimes too much. Like, mm, I think Justin, Justin Long, Long. too much. I like Justin Long a lot, and I think he's good in that movie again, uh-huh. but it's probably too much. Yep. And having his son hang around in the whole time, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's Indiana yep. Jones 4 all over again. Yep. Except, I'm going to say better, but it's probably not better. Pretty much the same. <laughs> Pretty much the same. Yeah, so what do you think? Good. Is it going to be set at Christmas again? Sure, why not? Good, then I'm on board. <laughs> Good, excellent. Okay. Um, 
Last bit of news for this week. Mm-hmm. There have been some Batman versus Superman titles that have been floating around. I'm ready. These are registered domain names. Do any of them consider, contain brackets at all? All of them contain brackets. Yes. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? And they've registered domain names, so they could potentially be. Potentially. Okay, I'm ready. I, I personally, I don't think any of these are going to be it. Uh-huh. But I'm just going to rattle these off. Yep. Stop me if you have anything to say at any point. Okay. Man of Steel, Battle the Night. Hate it. With a K. No. Ugh, no. Matt, that sounds like maybe like an online game yeah. that you can play. Like a like a sword and sorcery yeah, game? Yeah, like, like a Candy Crush kind of game okay. where, you, where you're, you're Batman or Superman and you just shoot candies at Crushing each other. Crushing candy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is not. That cannot be the title. Well, that's the worst one, so Great. don't worry. Okay. Man of Steel, Black of Night. Still hate it. <laughs> I was lying when I said that was the worst yeah, one. Yeah, you were, weren't you? <laughs> Man of Steel, Beyond Darkness. No. Man of Steel, Darkness Falls. No, and it's also, remember that there was a film called Darkness Falls. Was it? I think so. Oh. oh, there's no more Darkness ones. Okay, good. Man of Steel, <laughs> Darkness Within. There was one more. Nice. Ah, <laughs> and Man of Steel versus All the Buildings in Metropolis. <laughs> I like that one. That one I made up. Yeah, that's good. What do you think of any of those? I hate them all. Battle of the Night, ba- Black of Night, Beyond Darkness, Darkness Falls, Darkness Within. All oh, within. it's battle, like bat... Bats tall. I didn't even think of that. Ugh, awful. I hate it. I hate that on every level. <laughs> what do you think they should call that? I don't know. I don't know what they should call it. Superman, Batman, or Batman, Superman. Just with a space? Yeah. Or, or a slash? Not a slash. Just a space? Uh, I think Batman... You know what? I hate to say it, but I think Batman versus Superman might be the best title. Mm. Given that those are... The options. Yeah. What about World's Finest? Yeah, you know, you, know, you know what? All they need that, to. I wanted it to be that, but nobody will ever do that. You know what I think they should it. do? I had a brainwave this week. Batman versus Superman brackets. They fight for a while and then they're mates. Brackets dick double. <laughs> okay, what's your brainwave? Brainwave is they call it Man of Steel. Yeah, not Man of Steel. Sorry, Batman versus Superman or Superman versus Batman. Right up to the first trailer. And then they reveal it as world's finest. Ooh. So everybody knows that it's the Batman Superman movie. You cannot drive that home enough. Yeah. And then they change the name. That's genius. Has that ever been done before? You're a pioneer. I am in many yeah. ways. Mm, yeah. Well, I did call this movie, actually. Did you know that? I made a Justice League, making Justice League not terrible video, and I called this movie. I said, don't make Justice League, make Batman versus... Not, I didn't say the versus... Like uh-huh. a Batman Superman movie, and then they did it. Huh. Because I'm a genius. Is that, or is it just a coincidence? It's a massive coincidence. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I mean, how many more of your videos would you have gone through? And you're like, I think they should make, they should make a movie where Aunt May fights Galactus, and then... You saw that video? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you watched any of my stuff. Mm, yeah. I also called Electro Into Darkness. Spider-Man 2. Oh, I get it, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Forget it. No. Okay, so that's all the news this week. Unless you've got some news. Uh, <laughs> Anything personal you want to talk about? Uh, I'm good. Okay. I'm eating more vegetables. Good. Yeah. Greens? It's lots of greens. That's great. Yeah. You never used to eat a lot of greens. I know, you? but I'm, you know, I'm concerned. Sure. We're not getting younger. No, exactly. We're getting older and worse. Mm, but cooler, certainly. No. Oh. Better eat more greens. <laughs> You're better. Mm. Okay. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Two things we're going to talk about today. I thought we'd start with uh, Catching Fire. What do you think about that? I think that's a good idea. The reason I thought we'd start with Catching Fire is because a lot of people are not interested in Doctor Who. Catching Fire is a much more successful franchise, and some would argue infinitely better in every way. <laughs> I'm only kidding for everybody watching. He's not kidding. Um, I really... Uh, no, I am. I just thought, start with Catching Fire, because it came out first. It's more mainstream, man. It's totally more mainstream. It, this movie made 700... Uh, 700? I think 70 million in its opening day in the US. It's might have been worldwide. It's more than I've ever made in a day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Okay, before we, um, first question for you. Yep, I'm ready. Did you enjoy the first Hunger Games movie? Yes. Okay. But I didn't see it at the time, and, uh, it was okay. Mm. It was, you know, it was fun. Did you, uh, um... Strong female protagonist, that's good. You know what, uh, you know what I really liked about it? Um, mm. I've only, I've only seen the first Twilight. Uh-huh. I didn't hate it. I have no opinion on it. 
You've, that's an opinion, though. Oh you didn't hate God. it. You have expressed on the internet your opinion about a Twilight movie. You idiots. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, in trouble. doesn't matter what you do from this point That's forward. a really good point. You're on somebody's blacklist. I had no interest to see the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're not good at all. Uh-huh. Except, I think at the, in the last one, which they split the two, where there's a massive fight. But it's Why are they always splitting the last thing into two? Because it makes more money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. We'll get to that on the arc. Hunger Games as well. You know what I thought for Harry Potter worked well? I know you haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. That's a thick book. Uh-huh. I think I used in my Hunger Games review on my YouTube channel, Mr. Sunday Tubes. Yep. <laughs> that, that book is as thick as a cow's head. Yes. And it, and it could be split quite well. Uh-huh. Like a cow's head. <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. I enjoyed the first. Um, it, it's, its budget was certainly a lot less than the second one. It, there's a lot of effects. Even though it came out in March of last year, some of the blue screen effects and the fire effects that they have on the when they're wearing the fire and oh uh-huh, yeah that's pretty garbage yeah like it looks like something they'll go we'll take a punt on this we'll spend all our money on money on jennifer lawrence because you know every now and then there's one of these teen girl or teen romance movies and they're just like let's just see if anybody likes this oh uh-huh, yeah they've got mortal city instrument of bones and what is that about i, have no idea. I don't know because what i because i saw that on like a bus ad or something like that and i thought what is that about oh wiki that it doesn't tell you. Like, at the time, there was no information. It was like, based on a book series. And it's got these guys in it. And it doesn't... I think... Are they in a band, maybe? No. <laughs> are they a band of, like, gypsy wizards or something? Yes. Great. No, I think they're... I think it's something to do with magic. That's all I know. That's great. Then again, it might not have anything to do with magic. Mmm. Mmm. Might be librarians. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> great. Do you think... Um. Yeah. But um, there's a, there's a whole lot of shaking cam, shaking cam in the first one as well, which they got rid of. The director of that movie, I can't remember what his name is. Well, he was killed though. He was killed. For all the shaky cam. For all yeah. the shaky cam. This one is a lot. Yeah, there's a lot less. It's a traditional, traditionally shot. It kind of looks like it's been filmed in like a tumble dryer. Like they put the camera in a tumble dryer. Like it's not. You're on, about the first one, right? The first one, yeah, like yeah. not on high speed, but like enough, like, like a gentle, like a gentle dry, like a gentle warm dry, and then it's just kind of. Just slightly back and forth yeah. the whole the whole thing. Yeah. You notice it. Yeah, you do. You notice it. Mm. So yeah, um, so he, th- that director left. Um, Francis, no, Francis Lawrence. No, he's the guy who did this one. Whatever his name was, left because um, he didn't think there was enough time to, before the second one to get it done. Huh. Well, things. he's wrong, isn't he? Well, yeah, yes. probably because he keeps. <laughs> it's probably because he's like, oh, do we have enough time to shake the camera back and forth for hours? Like, I got to get the right rhythm. It's been a long time to get into that zone. I man. need an extension cord for this tumble dryer. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, uh, do you think it's better than the first? Yes. Hmm, me too. Good. What about it, do you think? Cut here. End of episode. <laughs> I liked that the stakes were raised. Uh-huh. It was a natural progression from the first. Yep. In the first one, it's like, it's, it's basically the survival of two people. Uh-huh. And then it becomes, in this one, it becomes not only the survival of two people, two young people possibly or possibly not in love. Spoiler mm. alert. Ooh. And, um, we're spoiling this whole thing. Oh, right? we're going to spoil the whole okay, thing. Yeah. Okay, Spoilers good. for everything, by the way. Right. You should have seen it. Yep. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah. If you weren't part of that 70 million opening weekend, you're letting Hollywood down. You know what I mean? Ugh. Come I'm on. Shaking Come my on, guys. Yeah. So, it's shaking your doesn't yeah. work on this, does it? Um, yeah, I like how it focuses on like your actions have affected the whole district. Mm. Oh, districts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, basically how that's going to spin out into all sorts of shenanigans. Across the twelve districts and the next two movies. And mm. mm. um, what about the performances? Okay, I had two notes about that. Let's go back. Okay, one, um, Chris Hemsworth, for a guy who works down on the mines all day. You mean Liam Hemsworth? Liam Hemsworth. Are we not correcting each other? No, Sorry. Like, how dare you? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, Grace. Liam Hemsworth. 
Uh, for a guy who works down the mines all day, great hair. Great hair. Such they just all have not great hair. hair. But they do, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're very pretty people. They are. Secondly, as far as casting goes, genuinely inspired casting, I thought, of Philip Seymour Hoffman as Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> like modern day Philip Seymour Hoffman. Just... Cause like, like, they, like they plugged him in. Yeah, they plugged him in. Like, as this, this absolute direct contrast between, like, these coal mining, like, sad village farmer people and these, like, fluorescent kind of Elizabethan fops. Like, right in the middle. They're just this regular guy and they've, they've clearly gone, okay, hey, Phil, um, it, you're like a war game strategist in, like, this dystopian future. And he's like, great, I'm on board, I'll sign. And then day one, they're like, okay, so what you're going to be wearing is like knickerbocker jodhpurs and like silk stockings and little velvet shoes. And then maybe like a ruffled shirt and like a brocaded waistcoat and a powdered wig with a little top hat on. <laughs> and he's like, no. And they're like, but but we we, we made it very fancy. The, the, you're in this society, this high society. And he's like, I want an Oscar. What I'm going to wear is this suit that I woke up in. That's... It's pretty much what I'm... And they're like... It's a nice suit. Yeah, it's... No, yeah. But... You're absolutely right, yeah. He really doesn't fit the flow. He's good in it, though. Yeah, he's great. Mm. Twister's Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's come so far. Yeah. He's in Twister. Oh, yeah. He's one of the chases. Well, for a while, he was like a... His his role was like the Jack Black. He was, yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. And he's sort of grown out of that. He's evolved. As an adult man. Maybe uh, Mission Impossible 3 turned that around. Maybe Capote... Well, he did win the Oscar for that. Maybe the one where, where he played with Ben Stiller where he sharded. That's <laughs> that probably it. That was definitely and he, it. And he uses that exact line. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was the turnaround there. Yeah. Did you, uh, you're, you're a fan of Jennifer Lawrence's performances? She's great. She is great, isn't she? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Realistic. She, you know what else is good about her? She's like a... She's obviously very attractive, but she's a regular looking kind of attractive. Does that make sense? Not a generic kind of... I'm staying out of this one. I'm... I find she, I find her very attractive. I find that's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm saying she's a natural beauty. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she's very convincing, mm. as opposed to everybody I'd imagine in Mortal City of Instrument Bones. Yes, where everybody looks like Bone Central. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Bone yeah. Central looks like whatever. Mm. Josh Hutchinson, great. Mm-hmm. I thought as well. I thought he stepped up from the first one as well. well. He's a bit. He's a bit kind of limp in the first yeah. one. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but but I don't know if that's if that. Is part of the. That, I mean, that's definitely part of the character in the books, I assume. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be this kind of strong, kind of short, kind of baker, kind of boy. Like a. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> like a baker's boy. Like a baker's boy, sure, <laughs> definitely, yeah. 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 I know last week as well, you um you mentioned how you wanted to see a really good wig from Woody Harrison. What did you think? Very good, I thought. Because no, you can see kind of. You can see the roots of the hair just yep. up the front there in the part. And yeah. It looks good. It doesn't look like it's been taped down. Yeah. Travolta style. Travolta style. It looks like a good... No, it's a good wig. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, And you liked the um, poor man's Thor. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that one. Yeah. You know what I thought about this, and people may disagree. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about doing a young Han Solo spin-off. Uh-huh. I think he'd be a good young Han Solo. I'm involved with that, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are like, you dated Miley Cyrus, Sly- what a dickhead, he's not Thor or whatever. Uh-huh. I think he's got the look, he's got the hair, he's uh-huh. got the know-how, he's yeah. got the skills. The, the, yeah. He's got the spaceship. Oh. That's a Hollywood secret. Yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, and um, what's his name? Donald Sutherland's. Mm. Great. Spitting blood into a champagne flute. Oh, subtle. Yeah, very mm. subtle. Because in the book, apparently, he's, well, he is, because I've read this, he's got... um. He's got blood, like, mouth. blood mouth, blood he's got blood mouth, mouth. Yeah. He's got the blood breath. Oh, and he's even got roses. I think that smelled um like blood. Huh. Yeah. Did you think though? 
Because it's obviously based on a book, it's a bit oddly structured. Yes, it's oddly structured. The pacing's a little weird. Yeah. And we're going to bounce around all over the place with this one. Certainly but, are. Uh, I feel that because it's a book based on a book, there are there seem to be pieces missing or there's context missing. Have you read it? No. Mm. That had I read the book, I would know <laughs> that, like, right at the end, she's captured by, you know, she she nearly dies. She hits the force field with the arrow. Yeah. She nearly dies. They pick her up in the in the ship. Yeah. And then they're like, "Hey, we're part of the revolution." You I didn't. didn't. Sorry. Yeah, you. Were, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see that coming. I didn't feel there was enough because Philip Seymour Hoffman, the games master. Did you think he was the villain the whole way through? Yes. Mm. Is there is there more subtle clues that I missed out on? Well, actually, the only one I can think of off the top of my head. I read this last year, and I'm probably misremembering, but he he meets Katniss at the party. Yep. And he's like, "What up, girl?" <laughs> he does that. Yeah. He's got that... his lovely powdery wig. And yeah, whatever. absolutely. And he shows her a clo- uh, a, 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 a fob watch, uh-huh. and he says later something like, "That was a clue to kind of clue you into what was going on in the games." Hmm. Not a great clue, though. No. No. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because, and again, this is this is one of those. Scenarios where you see the the villain who is in league with the heroes yeah. doing villainous things, yeah. but he's he's so he's so villainous that you don't. Well, he's so he's so intent on killing all the members of the all the the tributes in the Hunger Games that you don't. So it would seem, yeah. But all the ones, most of them who are with the revolution don't die, or or not go in knowing that they're going to die. But I thought there were a lot who could have potential, like the the moment where he spins the yeah. But he, he stops the... that pretty pretty quickly after she goes in. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but she could have been hit in the head with a really heavy object, like a lot of like there's a lot of sides and <laughs> just just big dumbbells and stuff on that on that thing they could have flown off and hit her in the face and That's then she's dead point. but like a lot of the time where President Snow's like we should do something about this yep and he always goes I agree let's wait mm, yeah I've got a plan and uh-huh. it's, it's a really convoluted plan uh-huh. to get her back in the Hunger Games and then mm. and draw out her death and make it look like she's a bad person where every step that she takes though I'm assuming he, he knows what that she's going to do the right thing mm. and not look like an idiot and people won't turn on her. That's true, but he does, if you recall, um, wait till everyone's asleep and then release mustard gas. <laughs> like like smart mustard gas that can follow you around. But she was awake when that came through, didn't they? Yeah, but come Just on. Barely. Come yeah. on. Yeah. That, she was one second away from death <laughs> that whole time. What I, I, I thought initially that... They were gonna, they were gonna pull a Chinatown. You know, in Chinatown, never seen it. Oh, okay, well, well, that's, that's um, you're talking about the Robert Polanski, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. But in in Chinatown, the sequel to that, it's not as good. It's really never not. It's not Sorry, go on. Uh, in that movie, uh, Jack Nicholson gets a slice. He gets a a knife into his nose, and he cuts out a cuts out a big chunk of his nose, and he spends most of the film with a with a bandage across his face. Super super handsome young Jack Nicholson, and I kind of thought that was going to happen with with uh, Hunger Games where the main protagonists were going to have huge mustard gas blisters on their face for the whole the remainder of the movie I thought oh that's quite actually you know they're they're promoting you know non-Hollywood beauty and all yeah. that sort of thing and it would be interesting to see them but really but really magic water magic water it washes off blisters apparently like big like big puffy blood blisters on your face just just washes them right off yeah mm. yeah well I guess you got to keep your, your main stars looking beautiful don't you mm. yeah did you like Finnick O'Dare? I did. Mm. I thought it was Matthew Good initially. 
Oh, is he Mandius from oh, yeah. Watchmen? But he might be a bit old for that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's actually the guy, you probably, I don't know, you probably haven't seen it. I've barely seen it. I've barely seen, seen it. Based on our track Pirates 4. <laughs> no. Four's the worst. It's got to be the worst one, right? I'll tell you this. Four is better than two and three. <laughs> if they made Pirates 1, Pirates 4, yeah. it would have been like, okay, that's an okay follow-up. What happens in four? Um, that guy, his name's Sam. Yep. Yeah. Okay. His name's Sam Claffin. Uh-huh. His name is. Um, he's like the Orlando Bloom, and he's a priest, and then he gets saved by a mermaid or something. Right. Was this? Was this? Was Pirates Four? No original cast members except Johnny Depp and Jeffrey Rush. Rush. I think there might be a few others, but yeah, pretty much. Great. Yeah. There's like the guy's like, "Ah, Jack, you're my friend, Jack." That's my New York accent. It was really good. No, that was worth it. Yeah, the mutton chops and he's got the ponytail. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. sure. I think there might be a few others. Uh Yeah, it's fine. Mackenzie Crook, is he still in it? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Boo. Boo indeed. Worst movie ever. Just quickly, sidebar. Yes, from the sidebar. Have you seen seen Almost Human? Is that the one? Mackenzie Crook's in it. It's got um, Judge Dredd, Carl Urban. Okay, Urban Z. Um, What's his name? The robot in it. I can't remember his name. Hal 9000. That's the one. Data. And where it's, it's, it's like a procedural, it's a procedural cop show, but it's set in the future and he's got an android buddy. Huh. It's only two hours. Oh no, it'll be three episodes in by the time this comes out. And it's, I think it's a pretty good show. I, it's, it's, it's really, I think it's doing really well. You should, you should watch it. I will. Yeah. Put him on the file. Mackenzie Crook. Yep. Yep. Great. Okay. Does well. he feel like, does he still feel like Gareth from The Office? No. Is there a way, he can't, he can't escape that no, in many not ways. not really. No, he's less wacky. Uh-huh. He's, he's like a, he's like a robot, robotics nerd. Right, right, yeah. okay. So yeah, there you he's go. He's not the main hero. No, surprisingly Yeah, not. okay, well, uh, he can break out of that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. What about the villains, the other um, tributes? Not the, the, or the what about, first of all, what are the good, the nice tributes? What do you like? I was not expecting to see Jeffrey Wright. In Jeff- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or Amanda Plummer. I'll be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> I think I don't know. I feel Amanda Plummer has been typecast as that since Pulp Fiction. She's been typecast as just like weird, crazy, m- mentally deranged kind of. Is she in High Fidelity? Probably. No, I don't think she is actually. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Um, she's in So I Married an Axe Murderer as yep. Nancy Travis's crazy sister. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, well, you know what? She's she's found a niche for herself. She has. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Fine. How did Jeffrey write... I'm not going to use his character's name because I can't remember it. How did nuts he... and Volts? Yeah, Nuts and Volts. There he is. He's one of those. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, how did he smuggle in that huge length of wire? I think it was in there because in the centre of the arena at the start... Oh, you get there's got, And normally in, in the centre they give you your, your weapon. And his is a big length of wire. His length of wire. Because that's how he won his Hunger Games. Oh. He electrocuted a bunch of people and yeah. then went, Raise the roof! Right. <laughs> Girlfriend... I'm not doing well today. I feel like <laughs> I'm really tired. Quick behind the scenes. Sure. Every time we record this, you're either really tired or hungover or still drunk from the previous night. It's quite admirable that you continue because it, were you, I in that state, it. I would have cancelled. So, <laughs> Got to get it out there. Got to give the people what I presume they want. I don't think. I think got to give people what they're going to force down their throats and ear holes. I wonder what it'd be like if I just had a good night's rest had a good breakfast and did this. Mm. I think it'd be worse. I think it'd definitely it'd be just worse. Be me all... You'd be real chipper. I'd be so fucking chipper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. What about the villains? Uh, I thought not as well fleshed out, but not to their detriment because I think the real villains are the government. Correct. Specifically, Jon Snow. Just like in real life. Just like real life. Yeah. Mm. Um. 
Like, you know, the, you know, they're like, these are the toughest guys that have ever been in the Hunger Games. Right, right, right. And then straight away, Katniss shoots one with a, that guy at the foot with an arrow. Yeah, yeah. Who's actually Aquaman from the Smallville series. Ugh. And then later she comes at him and she shoots him in the heart with an arrow. Great. So that's, that's all the... Yeah, they were, that was pretty yeah. tough, yeah. Yeah. But um, I think that's okay. I don't. I think there doesn't need to be as big a focus on the other villains. Although it did, thinking about that, it did. You know, there, there was probably a lot, of, a lot of unnecessary exposition about those characters. Okay, they're yeah. all going to be killed so easily. Yeah. Then why bother? They're like, these are the greatest people to ever win the Hunger Games. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Arrow, arrow, dead. <laughs> right. What about Lenny Kravitz? Uh, I feel his death was telegraphed very obviously. Oh, you knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like. You know, they show the amazing costume, and then you know Snow has a quick look at him and John shakes Snow. his head, yeah, and just makes the slashing <laughs> throat motion. You know, why? My feeling is, why as that character would you do build that costume, which is clearly an affront to the capital, yeah, and then then not go underground forever, immediately, immediately yeah. forever. I think I feel you should have just disappeared and not shown up at. The heavily fortified Hunger Games arena. <laughs> without um, without there was no reason for him to be there except to say, "Hey, that costume's pretty light, so it's probably like... be a nice temperate environment to be in." Oh, I'm being killed now. <laughs> I think he's miscast. How do you How do you mean? I don't think in the book he's a he's a kind of he's a very pivotal, influential, inspiring kind of role model for her. She gets to the capital and uh-huh. everyone's the biggest dickhead in the right, world. Right, and he's not the biggest dickhead. Even Woody Harrelson guy. Uh-huh. The guy, he's supposed to be... Woody mentor. Harrelson guy. <laughs> Hamish Macbeth. Yeah, Hamish Macbeth, sure. Um, yeah, they've all got slightly different names. Like, he's Hamish. Yep. Peter is P-E-E-T-A, so it's Peter. Yep. And whatever. Embarrassing. Plutash Knafnus. Oh, yeah. I think that's... That's my male name. Plutarch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think he's. Um, I don't think Lenny Kravitz has the chops to pull that off. I think he's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think he could have um, put somebody better in. You think he's a block of wood, pretty much. And well, yeah, she did seem incredibly inspired by him. Yeah, just saying, hey, you're all right. Here's a costume. <laughs> you're a star. I don't feel his CGI has gotten any better. Really, I, I think. You know I what? think if you went. Oh, we fell went back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe I've, the the jet, the vertical takeoff jet, yeah. looks incredible. Yep, I'll give you that. Thank you. Looks delightful. No You're problem. <laughs> no problem. But a lot of the other stuff is clearly it's clearly secondary to everything, and they just they put it on the back burner until the last minute. Like there's a bit where the train is going through a like a rainy a rainy area, and you see the the the, the wash of, of water coming yeah. off the tracks. That looks terrible. Okay, That's yeah, yeah, really terrible. Yeah, mm. no, fair point. Mm. Hey. It's only a $140 million movie. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there are limitations. There are, aren't they? Yeah, I think well, the fire effects, I thought, stepped up quite a bit, though. I mean, I know it's not supposed to be real fire that they're kind of engulfed in, <laughs> but there's a bit where they've got the CGI fire in the first one, and it looks like CGI fire. <laughs> they've, just, they've just blue-screened. They've just yeah. set a fire in the corner and blue-screened it over the top. Yeah. 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 Um, now, what? Well, was there anything else? Oh, no, actually, I want to talk about the third book. Just quickly, uh-huh. third movie. No spoilers for this if you haven't read it, or if you're more of a fan of the books than the movies. The third book, I believe, is books for nerds. <laughs> yeah, we've established that books uh-huh. are for nerds. Um, if you, um, I think it's the weakest of the trilogy. Uh-huh. Why is that? Without spoiling, without it. spoiling anything, there's um, there's no actual kind of Hunger Games. Without Ooh. going into it too much of why or what actually transpires mm-hmm. through that. Um, it's. I mean, look, it's. 
Full, full credit for going where they did at the end. Uh, it took a twist I didn't expect. Ooh. Um, Disco dance party. Yes. That's how they do it. Like a Shrek-style yeah. karaoke dance uh-huh. party. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think... Um, I definitely think the first book is the best, uh-huh. followed by the second, followed by the third mm-hmm. movies. I, I think this is going to peak with number two. Okay, there you go. Um, well, then you're up for four torturous hours. I think, look, I think it'll still be fine, but it's not a massive book either. Uh-huh. Um, it's just... I can't even remember that much of it. Uh-huh. I didn't even read it that long ago, but I can't even think of a good spot to even split it without it feeling forced or feeling like you're not getting your money's worth. Huh. So, yeah. Mm. Anyway, we'll, we'll know at the end of 2015 when yeah. it comes out. Oh, also, special shout-out to Stanley Tucci. Oh, as, he's the best. As just a greasy, oily <laughs> reality TV show, kind of. The whole thing felt... It's very, it's very of its time, and I don't. When is the Hunger Games? Was the Hunger Games the, the book series written recently? Or recently, yes. Okay, yeah. because it does feel the entire series does feel very of its time in so far as it's very reality. Show. Reality TV's got out of hand. Yeah, and it's very, yeah. it's very. Here's this woman who's, you know, she's famous. Yeah. Who cares why she's famous? She's <laughs> famous, and you know, let's tour her around because she's famous, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 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 Um, I was gonna say, but yeah, he's so greasy and it's great. He is. I mean, he actually, he nails that character in the book. Huh. That's he's a big part of the book. Or love it. Now, are we ready to give our rating? Yes. So, well, on my review, if anybody who has checked it out, I called it the worst movie ever because shooting arrows is dangerous. Yes, is, isn't it? I didn't even think of that. That's really. Deep. She could hit anyone. Like she could. Ah, oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. It's amazing how many people don't get that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, they look, think it's all fun and games, don't they? It is, yeah. But if you've lost an eye or something, <laughs> not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Katniss Everdeen, if that is your real name, it's not. It's Jennifer Lawrence. All right, I'm ready to give a review. Go. I was gonna give it best movie ever. Uh oh. Because Philip Seymour Hoffman is in it, but I'm gonna give it worst movie ever because he's not actually literally portraying Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> which I think would be great if like it's still a future and somehow he survived. Yeah, have I? Have I told you my? Have you, you remember that film, The Island? Yeah, the film, The Island. You and McGregor. We saw play, together. Yeah, he yeah. plays he plays a character who realize he discovers that he is a clone of this this future kind of. He's a he's an architect. He's a businessman. And he's he's got a sort boat. of he's, he's sort of a, a stuntman daredevil. Yeah, and that man is intending to harvest the character's organs later on. Yeah, and that movie isn't very good, but I feel it would be much improved if. Ewan McGregor's character turned out to be a clone of the future's Ewan McGregor. Like Hollywood has driven him mad, and he's just and he's just there just to just to harvest organs. And you remember at the end of the movie, he's just like, "I want your organs, claw! Give me your organs, you claw!" Yeah, exactly. Put you put actual Ewan McGregor. In. He'd agree to that. He's a good sport. I think. He would. He's like a great yeah. bloke. But anyway, he's... my point is. Not actually Philip Seymour Hoffman. Worst movie ever. Sorry, folks. Understandable. Also, oh, Wes Bentley wasn't in it with his ridiculous... Well, he died at the end of the other one. Doesn't matter. He ate the berries. Doesn't matter. Put him yeah. in flashback. Fair point. Yeah. Wes Bentley. For a guy who was supposed to be a really big actor, he's not doing much, is he? No. He was in Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, good. So, shut up. Was he in Catching Fire? No, he's oh. dead. He ate the berries. Oh, he ate the berries. You idiot. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty much all we've got to say about the Hunger Games catching fire. Mm, good discussion. Great discussion. Mm. Although, when we get into the next topic, if I do think of something about the Hunger Games, I'm just going to say it. Fine. Good. <laughs> I will not veto that in any way. We're very professional. 
Now, second thing we're going to talk about, the second topic, mm. big event, big BBC worldwide event. Yep. I saved it to a second, as I said, because The Hunger Games is a series of multi-million dollar movies, and Doctor Who is a TV show about men in rubber suits. Yep, that's exactly it. And women. And <laughs> so, women. But to be fair... I, and I, some of the suits are made out of wood <laughs> and aluminium foil. So... To be fair, though, I think Doctor Who will probably last longer. Yeah, definitely. In popularity. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not getting... Middling popularity. (laughs) Middling popularity, yeah. I'm a a fan of Doctor Who. Uh You're aware of that. Yes. You hate Doctor Who. I don't hate (laughs) Doctor Who, but I kind of hate Doctor Who. Look, I don't... I like the idea of Doctor Who. I think the premise is great. Yep. I'm kind of happy that it has existed for so many decades. 50 decades. So it's not so... technically 50. <laughs> no, it's 50 <laughs> decades. It's 500 years. You're right. It's been around for 500 years. It started as cave paintings. Yep. And then it became Renaissance art. Leonardo Just da Vinci. jumped yeah, to it got, Yeah, it got, it got rebooted by Leonardo da Vinci. He discovered it. And then it was, um, then it was smoke signals for mm-hmm. a while. And then it was semaphore, and then semaphore? it was the flags. Yep. And then it was Morse code, and then you can download it from the internet for free. <laughs> That's the progression of Doctor Who. And look, it's a good. It's, it's been a good idea, but, uh, and and there have been really good standout episodes. Absolutely. But I feel that, and what I, what I feel like is that. The modern-day Doctor Who is sort of the distillation of everything that has been good about Doctor Who over the last 50 years, and they've sort of made it... Yeah, they've made it... They've put it in its component elements, and they've put it all together, and they've improved the special effects. And so in an ideal world, it'd be a great series, but it isn't. (laughs) I feel that... Uh, Are you familiar with the concept of the Mary Sue? No. Which is kind of... It's kind of like in fan fiction, when somebody writes a fan fiction about a certain like any kind of series or movie or anything like that, the Mary Sue is a character, who can be male or female, who's sort of, it's the, the stand-in for the author. Oh, and they're okay, the yeah, best yeah. at everything, or yeah. what have you, or the, or the main character of the series falls in love with them. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they outstrip all the other characters in terms of skill or just being a great person, and they solve everyone's problems. And a lot of time they're good for no reason. Yeah, exactly, they're good for no reason. Like Harry Potter's just the best. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because... Well, I feel that, in a lot of cases, the Doctor... Is that he is he is the fan fiction character who's been inserted into his own universe because he's always the best at everything and he's always he's got always got all the knowledge and there's very rarely a character who can challenge him or is his equal in on in any level. Yeah, well, yeah. occasionally, like maybe for a few episodes, you might get the master show up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then he'll usually deal Just, with that. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody will say his name at the same time, and, and then, then be free to magic. The yeah, <laughs> and also there is a lot of that. That is, that's my second. There's a lot of, and it's it's that Looper syndrome where it's if we say the, the another here's another concept for you, which I recently. Do learned. you hate Looper? Oh my god. <laughs> There's another another concept which which I learned recently. It's like a screenwriting term. It's it's called hanging a lantern on it or hanging a lampshade on it, which is where you, if there's a ridiculous thing that happens, yeah. If you in story comment on how ridiculous it, ridiculous it is, people tend to give it a pass. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like if you know some some you know somebody a detective comes into a bar and he's looking for information and like fifty guys decide to beat him up and then it cuts to two minutes later and he's just like you know like, dusting himself off, and he's like, well, that was really easy. That was so easy that I just beat all those guys. Nobody will be like, yeah, it was. It was suspiciously easy, and it made no <laughs> sense. You know, and, and I feel there's a there's an awful lot of that. There's okay, awful... yeah. Do you remember the... Do you remember the... There was a, there was a Doctor Who 
there was a premise of one season of Doctor Who was that in the first episode the Do- Doctor Who I'm, you know what I'm going to call him Doctor Who for the remainder of this because <laughs> I know it's going to annoy people <laughs> so at the start of the series Doctor Who is killed by a man by someone in an astronaut suit and okay, yeah. we go and, and it, in that episode because what happens is I start I'll start a season with fresh eyes yep. and I'll go maybe this one will be great and then it turns out not to be great and then that's so, not the best season either great yeah, sorry, yeah, go on. so he's killed and then he's examined and they say okay this is def- this is definitely the doctor like down to a genetic level it's really him he hasn't regenerated there's no way to get him out of this this is a fixed point in time he cannot escape this how'd they get him out of it James he was a little version of himself in a robot version of himself <laughs> There, there we go. There we go, exactly. River Song froze time. Of course you did. All time and space converged, so Winston Churchill was Prime Minister in the present day with dinosaurs. Yep, of course. And blimps and everything else. And then he was in a robot version of himself, and he was piloting it from the eye, and then that version was shot by River Song, who was in the spacesuit. What part of that do you not get? Yeah, you've made a really good point. And see, I like the idea of all these... I, I, I really like the idea that Winston Churchill is the Prime Minister in the present day and yeah. these dinosaurs. I think that's fun. Yeah. But I don't... I feel that there's there's too too many of the plot points hinge on these things making sense. Yeah. I feel if it was more like a... If, if, the, if Doctor Who was more a metaphorical journey where nothing really has to be explained... It would make a lot of sense. But to go, all these things make perfect sense. You're an idiot for not getting it. No, none of them make any sense. Look, I don't think that's a very strong season. I think there are obviously some seasons that are better than others. There's a couple of David Tennant seasons which are really, really good. I enjoy them. Yeah, okay. The first Matt Smith season I think is great because it builds to a really logical conclusion. And if, if you don't mind, I'm happy to break that down for everybody. Okay, good. In rap. Ooh. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm really not. <laughs> okay. But, um, well, uh, so yeah, basically, it all boils down to at the end, he finds his Pandora's box. Power of love. He finds the power of love. Uh-huh. On cassette. Yeah, great. No, um, he finds this, he finds this box. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? I think you've explained it to me before. I so. have. But, um... This, I think, is, is the peak of Matt Smith's run as the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he's bad at all, and yeah. not that there isn't good standalone episodes, yep. but this particular bit's amazing. Uh-huh. And, he's, and this box is to keep the ultimate trickster, monster, warrior in the universe, uh-huh. to keep him in that box. Right. So he goes in thinking that this thing is in this box, yep. and the box starts to open, and he's like, what could possibly be in here, this worst thing in the universe? It opens up, and it turns out the box is empty, and it's been built for him. Mm-hmm. So he is the biggest threat in the galaxy. He's the right. biggest. All these villains have got together just to stop him. Huh. Great twist. That is a good twist. Um, and then it's a, I think it's a really good conclusion to that to that mm. series. A whole bunch of other stuff happens and a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, like the Rory's a Roman centurion plastic man and then right, when he yeah. becomes human he can still remember even though it's different. If you don't know what I'm talking about, people listening are not gonna go into Pause that. the podcast, watch five seasons of Doctor Who and then come back and everything will be fine. Um, no, I don't know. There, there are a lot of individual episodes that I really enjoy. I never really enjoyed the Eccleston episodes. I haven't seen a lot of them. The to be first, honest. the first David, the, first, the David Tennant Christmas special it stands out as a high point yeah, to me. Definitely, uh, that's when I jumped on board. Yeah, yeah. And again, it didn't, rely, it didn't rely on, it didn't rely on weird time travel paradoxes or weirdness or the Doctor being the best at everything. He just had a little bit of insider knowledge. Yeah. He he knew that uh, you can't you can't kill somebody with hypnosis 
and you know the the villains were just sort of they were bluffing the whole time. Like yeah, that was that, that was kind of a fun yeah. twist. That was nice. And then he killed that guy. Then he killed that guy by dropping him off the side of yeah. a big tall thing. That was a big moment for the David Tennant doctor. He was like, "Oh, I'm goofy and fun," but then he was like, "No second chances." Yeah, exactly. He's like, "I'll kill you with a heartbeat." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think he's the best doctor? I mean, I haven't seen much of the older stuff, and I'll yeah. never ever go back. Good, that's a really good idea. <laughs> I find I didn't like. Again, I don't hate Doctor Who. I sort of I enjoy the odd episode. I found that when Matt Smith was introduced, I didn't care for him at all. Yeah, but I've come to realize because something happened in the more recent Doctor Who episodes that I only hated him for aesthetic reasons because. <laughs> David Tennant had a better suit. <laughs> because, no, because Matt Smith, black pants, brown jacket, don't care for it. Weird rosé-coloured shirt, right, with the, and the pattern's too close to the jacket. It's jarring to the eye. Bow tie, too much shirt front. It's, it didn't, it's I, jarring. I thought you were going to say he's dumb head or something. Also, he's dumb head. Also, he's dumb head. He's got a dumb head, like a real, like a, like a moose man. But, no, but then, in the, no, I'm, I apologise. He's great. He's, <laughs> he people like him. Uh, but then they've, they've tweaked the outfit. They've given him a waistcoat. Yeah. So now less shirt front for the bow tie. Yeah, they've, little, they've changed little, it up. Little, little frock coat. He's a little bit more classy. I, yeah, think. I like it. Now I'm totally on board. That's weird, right? Just before he's gone forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I guess we should probably get to... Oh, let's get to it. ...the actual episode. Yeah. Um, we've only just watched it. Did you see it at the cinema? He asks, knowing that you didn't. I did not. I watched it. I watched it this morning in bed eating cookies and cream donuts. Wow. I know, right? Which is, yeah, where, whereas certain other friends of ours went on a charity fun run today. They did. Yeah. Fistful of chalk in the mouth. That's the one. Yeah. Anyway, not going to get into that. Um, did you like it? I really that's did. That's what I've written here. Did you like it? I actually really did enjoy it. Cool. That's really yeah. good. What, what, what did you like about it? But again, I'm going to watch two more episodes and then not, not watch it anymore. Well, look, I think if anybody's going to jump on board um, mm-hmm. Doctor Who, it would probably you should probably start with a new Doctor. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you think... Peter Capaldi... Who makes a teeny weeny little appearance. Are we spoiling this? Yeah, we're going to spoil it. Okay, good. It's it's literally on the internet. It's literally legitimately available in HD for free everywhere. Oh, it is too. Yeah, yeah. it's it's on the BBC website. It's on Australian iView. It's on whatever website they have in America. Google? Yeah, they have on Google. It's on Google, yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. So, yeah. It's on Alta Vista. I thought... (laughs) It's on geocities.com slash Hollywood and Vine. That's where it is. I thought um, it wasn't very... Yes. And not to its detriment, I actually like this about it, it wasn't very um, new fan friendly. So if you're coming in right, you're like, yeah, this is going to be my yeah. jumping off point. It's really There's annoying. a bit at the start where it kind of like explains that he's a time traveller and you yeah, know, yeah. who he is and what he's about. And then it's just like, nonsense. Yeah, if, if you, you don't, don't know anything about If you don't understand what regeneration is, get out of here. Figure out. Yep, exactly. Yeah. If you don't know what, who the Time Lords are, yeah. you don't know about their planet Gallifrey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like... Um, Captain Jack, they mentioned Captain they Jack. They do, yeah. Um, Bad Wolf, they mentioned Bad Wolf. Yep. Trenzalore, which is only a recent thing. Yeah, but... yeah. Rose Tyler is yeah. in it, but she's not referred to as Rose. Yeah, because she's not yeah. actually Rose, so... Yeah. yeah. And a... she she speaks primarily to John Hurt, who doesn't know her yet. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, no, it's really... It's quite dense. <laughs> well, I saw as... people who were clearly... Even, even passing fans of the show didn't understand a lot of it. Things like... Wait a minute, is John Hurt, did he come after, or was he before, or right. all that kind of thing? Well, those people have clearly missed the mini-episode. Oh, yeah, yeah the yeah. mini-sode. The mini-sode, yeah. the mini-webisode. Yeah. But um, I, I liked that, though. I liked the little things like, you know how um, Queen Elizabeth, how he's going to marry Queen Elizabeth? Oh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. There's a few seasons back, and I can't even remember which doctor it is, probably Matt Smith, I have no idea. But the Queen Elizabeth, older Queen Elizabeth, 
hates the doctor. Yeah, that's right. And it's and it's never explained why. And he's like, she's like, why does Queen Elizabeth hate me? He's uh-huh. like, I don't fucking know. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it turns out to be for this reason. Uh-huh. But um, little things like that, I, I really, really enjoy. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. It's not for, but uh, it's it's not it's not casual fan friendly. Well, I as a casual fan, yeah, or non fan, uh, I enjoy. I got most of the references. Yeah. I was on board with it. Um, but yeah, I mean that in many ways that's not treating the fans as if they're idiots. Mm. And yeah, there, there you do have to. If this, this is the fiftieth anniversary, you do have to tread a fine line between. Hey, maybe we'll get some new fans in, and hey, let's not treat our actual fans as idiots. Yeah, mm. and I think I think they definitely lent towards the let's not treat our actual fans as idiots, yeah. which is fine, I think. If we get it, let's let's switch media just for one second. I Done. feel that's how that's DC lost me. DC Comics lost me with the new Fifty Two. Oh, you're one of those. I'm one of those people because yeah. I feel I feel that yeah, I, okay. I, I yeah. Stop it! You're just making noises. <laughs> that that universe had been chugging along quite merrily for about. 25, 30 years, yeah. that, that particular iteration of that universe. And then yeah. with the new 52, they've kind of said, hey, all the old fans, we don't care about you because you don't, you're not part of our new media strategy. Okay. Like, these are all more, it, we've, we've just rebooted everything so that it's more kind of movie friendly and action figure friendly. And so. Do you think that's what happened though when they did the similar thing, Infinite Crisis or whatever it was in the 80s? Ah. Uh, Do you think there would have been those same people who were like, I've been reading comics since. I was a babe. Yeah, no, I I see what you're saying there, but I feel that that reboot, the Crisis Infinite Earth reboot... Was uh, it clean it up? Yeah, it cleaned it up, but it also kept the previous universes sort of in in a context. They still existed in that timeline in a way. Okay, fair point, yep. And anyway. Superman's punching through realities and whatever. And <laughs> that was a bit silly, though. Anyway, back to Doctor Who. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, did you like the uh, David Tennant appearance? Yes, I did. He's so. Yep. His hair wasn't as big. I know, right? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flattened his hair right down. Mm, so that was clearly early, early work. Oh no, it can't have been. I'm trying what, to think where, where it would work. From, from, where was that, was, from where was that Doctor Who? Taken? I think it was after Rose Tyler. Yeah, it must have been something because yeah. John Hurt mentions Bad Wolf, and he's like, "What?" That's and Rose point. isn't with him. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, you know what I would have liked to seen? What's that? Seen? Yes. There's another David Tennant Doctor Who, a human Doctor Who. Living in another dimension. Oh, that's right, yeah. With Rose Tyler. Uh huh. That's a great way to bring back Doctor Who in, say, even 20 years, because he can age. Yeah. So you can bring back David Tennant when he's 62 uh-huh. or whatever he'll be. Uh huh. And he, it will make sense for him to age, because he's like, I'm, I'm not the Time Lord Doctor Who, I'm the, the, um, human Doctor Who. Does that Doctor Who have all the memories of the previous Doctor Who? He has the, the, up to a point. Huh. Up to the point where that, they split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where uh-huh. he goes to the other uh-huh. dimension and lives with Rose, presumably bored out of his brains. Absolutely. Bored well, out of his time traveler right now. <laughs> I mean, anywhere. On the beach in Sheffield. I don't even know if that is a beach. Yep. Great. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, it was great. You know what? I, um, I would have liked to see a proper Christopher Eccleston appearance. That would have been nice. They've clearly, they've just used stock footage. Yeah. Right? That's okay. for, for all the Doctors, except for one, which we'll talk about in a minute. Ooh, no. ooh. Actually, two. Yeah. Ooh, no, ooh, one. Ooh. <laughs> um, I think, and this is a theory of mine, and I might be wrong, originally the John Hurt We're almost certainly wrong. <laughs> Uh-huh, I'm ready. I got that Batman thing right that one yeah, time. Yeah, that one time. <laughs> that, okay. John Hurt, um, that John Hurt role was written for Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Because he could okay, have been yeah. the Doctor who stopped the Time War. That's really... I mean, true. they changed it a bit so that everybody hates John Hurt and, and whatever. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. the one to, to, uh-huh. to, to start the war. Yeah. But don't you think that would have... Not to discredit John Hurt, he was yeah. great. As uh-huh. somebody who'd never been in any previous Doctor Who episodes except or for the last Or in very one. little sci-fi, just generally. <laughs> 
Probably very confused. Alien? Yeah, still. He was a... I was going to say the robot. He's not a robot in that. That's, uh-huh. the, other, that's the other British guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would have loved to see. He was even wearing a Christopher Eccleston X-esque leather jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he changes into Christopher Eccleston at the end uh-huh. and whatever. But um, I would have loved we to We assume see. so. We don't see that. Maybe yeah, he turns it, into another Doctor Who. That's a good point. Yeah. You see it slightly. actually stopped like and Zac I went Efron back or and something. I, <laughs> I went back and it, it looks like he is slowly morphing into him. Okay, right. But it also means we're up to our 13th Doctor. Mm. Which brings me to... Yes. I don't think they're going to... They're obviously not going to stop at 13 Why would they? Originally, yeah. it was going to be for those who don't know. And if you've listened this far, you clearly know. Otherwise, you would have stopped a long time yeah. ago. Because it just sounds like we're talking nonsense. Um, there are going to be 13 incarnations of the Doctor. And if they slot in the John Hurt Doctor, the Warrior Doctor, Ooh. then that pushes everybody else up. Uh-huh. And it becomes 13. So Peter Capaldi would be the last Doctor. Right. That being said, then he runs into... Um, what's his name? Long Scarf Guy. Tom Baker Doctor. Yep. Who's old. Who specifically says something like, "Oh no, I've gone back to this face." Right. Um, which means that that's not the original Tom Baker Doctor, but Doctor at some point has then gone back and taken on the Tom Baker form, mm. which is apparently something you can do now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't think he's limited by that anymore. Good. Well, I mean, th- th- that's that's a that's a completely arbitrary number that they put in in the sixties. Yeah. Where we're never going to get to this. No, exactly. <laughs> this literally never happened. So. And it, it was a, it was a, um, it was a, a money saving thing, essentially. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, well, this guy can't do it anymore, so let's uh, just switch him out. Let's invent this scenario. Yeah. I believe, and I may be wrong, but I'm definitely right, as uh-huh. I am on most things. That yeah. originally they swapped out the original Doctor, and he was supposed to be just a younger version. The original version, Doctor Who. The original Doctor Who. <laughs> sorry, with the, just a younger version of himself. So he right. wasn't really supposed to be a different person. Again, I haven't seen this. This uh-huh. is just what I've read, so it's probably wrong. So it's supposed to be a younger version. Mm. Then they just went, oh, let's just get different guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a James Bond. There's also a theory that James Bond is a time lord. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> well, it makes sense. No, it doesn't. Sure. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't make... Let's not even talk about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you like seeing Tom Baker, though? Yes, I did. That yeah. was great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I would have... Again, if they're going to get Tom Baker, why not get the rest of the team? Yeah. There, there's so many that are still alive. I don't... Yeah, most, most of them I would think are alive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did. They get. They pull one every now and then. Who's the guy who had the salary? I don't know which one he is. Oh, Peter Davison. Yeah, he's in. He's in uh, five. I think he's five. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, he was in know. that Children in Need yeah. special. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's it. And he's um his daughter. Funnily enough, is plays David Tennant's Doctor Who daughter in a Doctor Who episode, and then David Tennant married, married her, her in real life. That's great. Yeah, yeah. she's pretty hot though. So. Okay, good. Well, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Then let's any uneasiness aside. That's you know what I did appreciate about this. Uh, this episode mm-hmm. is that because I, I I really enjoyed it up until the last five minutes and then I thought what they were going to do was totally cop out mm-hmm. and change the history because Stephen Moffat Stephen Moffat came on board after it was, did Stephen Moffat come on board after it was revealed that the Doctor killed lots of people in the Time War. I, I believe feel, so. I feel he did. Yes. And I, I, He'd written a few. He wrote, yeah. like, Weeping Angels, Girl in right. the Fireplace. Two of my favourite episodes. There you go. So go on. So I feel what they were going to do, and again, because I feel that Doctor Who is Stephen Moffat's kind of Mary Sue character, where he doesn't want anything bad to happen to this character, and he wants, you know, yeah. everything to be great all the time. What I feel that was going to happen is he was going to retcon the scenario so mm. the Doctor never did kill anyone in the Time War. Oh, uh, okay, and, yeah. And so now he's the he's this great hero because he's come up with so, the solution. Yeah. And it would ruin the timeline. Yeah. And it would ruin everybody's memories and it would make the 
the last few seasons completely invalid. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. But he was going to do it because he loves the character so much and he can't bear the idea that the character has done anything villainous at all. Yep, yep. And so what they had, and so I assumed when they did, when the twist happens at the end, I assumed that was going to happen. Yeah. But they have cleverly headed me off at the pass and my many complaints by tweaking it so none of them have any memory of that. So he did, in fact, save them all. Yes. So the timeline is... Is restored. Is, the same, so, yeah. so the no. timeline is the same, yeah. but they all still feel that he was the villain. Yes, they do. Everybody still believes that he killed everyone. Yeah, he didn't, but and the, the timeline remains the same. They still did that thing that you hate, though, where he is the best guy in the world. Oh yeah, that's a good universe. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but yeah, then but again, they covered that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, it changes everything. And God, that would be so incredibly confusing I know right so I'm guessing the rest of the um, or for the near future uh-huh. Doctor Who's going to be looking for Gallifrey yeah yeah good mm. point yeah. does it make it less special though it's like Krypton coming back new Krypton exactly yeah, yeah. like uh, is it uh not really I mean they never found Earth on Red Dwarf so no they could go they could, he could go for another 20-30 years yeah not finding Gallifrey surely yeah, yeah. I want to talk plot holes specifically about Let's Gallifrey. do this. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to talk plot holes. I'm sure there it's are... like I was born for this moment. There, I'm sure there are a few uh-huh. um, more than the, this one that I'm going to say. But this is um, just from the top of my head. Uh-huh, I'm I ready. I thought about at the time. Uh-huh. Which I didn't put in my online review because I didn't want to spoil it. Your anything. online review on the internet. On the internet machine. Mm, yep. Um, now, and the last da- David Tennant episode, mm-hmm. the, before this one, obviously, um, the one where he dies and he regenerates. Uh-huh. In that movie show, TV, BBC show... Magic Lantern show. Magic Lantern. Um, the Master is being tortured through time with drums in his head to bring back the Time Lords, right. bring them into the present day. Yep. And Dave, and then they're like, that's great, David Tennant. Everybody who you killed, yep. they're going to bring them back. And he's like, holy shit, no. You don't know what happened. At the end of the war, everybody was a monster. Right. Gallifrey should never return. Oh. I'm going to... I'm going to shut this down forever. Uh-huh. They, I hate everybody there now. Right. And so, and that's what he does. Uh-huh. And now, everybody's back. Well, there you go. And that's a good thing. Little kids, though. <laughs> He's brought back a little kid, so that's nice. That's true, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't you think there's some kind of, I don't know. If we get to see Timothy Dalton again... Yes. I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, because he's great. Because he basically just, he shut down, he, he killed them twice, essentially, yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as he knows. Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But you don't care? No, nah, he's learned <laughs> to live with it. He'll be fine. <laughs> All right, I think that's anything else to Doctor Who about? I wonder what Peter Capaldi's outfit will be. Oh, mm. it's make or break for you, isn't it? It really is. It really is such a, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe just a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, t-shirt and jeans. Maybe a leather jacket and a tie. Oh. And a bandana. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, maybe like Slash from Guns N' Roses. Big top hat. Mmm. Oh, so many possibilities. Maybe like Buckethead from Guns N' Roses. Oh, KFC bucket on his head. Love it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's really make and break the outfit. I've bated breath. I'm crossing my fingers, man. Do you think it's time, perhaps, um, for Stephen Moffat to move on? Maybe you could make another series of Jekyll. I'm kidding. That was terrible. It's the worst. It's the worst show. So terrible. But he did, he has done new Sherlock Holmes, which is really good. Some of it's really good. Yes. First season was really good. Episode two of both seasons not good. Yep. Okay. Episode one of second season also not good. Which one's that? Episode three of season two I thought very good. A lot of people don't like the Moriarty 
characterization. I think it works really well. Where he's all, ooh! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah. But I thought it was good. Yeah, me too. Mm. I love that series. I can't wait for the comeback. And I love how they do three mm. at a time as opposed to elementary, which I've seen very little of, uh-huh. where they, they're churning out 4,000 episodes of those that a year. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Fantastic. It is fantastic. Um, quick shout out to Gabriel Bruton for the theme at the start. It's always great. I love it every Best time. Best theme ever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much the episode. Shout out to everybody who's listening. Yeah. If you've gone this far, those amazing. three people. Yeah, it is amazing, isn't it? Good on them. Yeah. Sticking it out. Sticking I mean, they're probably it. just doing their ironing or yeah. something like that. Well, that's what I do. I listen to podcasts. I just do other things. Mm, yep. who, who actually would sit down and just listen to something and sit still? I know, right? An idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> Might as well sit down and read a book and you know how I feel about books. There's somebody sitting there just listening to this now who's sad because we yep. just said that. Yep. I just said that. But I love them. So yeah. I personally love them. I know, them. right? Mm. We're getting amazing downloads, by the way. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everybody for that mm. because it's incredible. We're nearly... Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be, we'll be over 100,000. We'll crack the hundo, mate. That's incredible. Mm. I mean, who would have thought that us, yeah. two regular guys... Yeah. I don't even know 100,000 people. Don't you? No. It's weird. <laughs> I thought you were more popular. No, I'm not. Mm. Fair enough. Very unlikable in real life. <laughs> if you'd like to know Mason, though, intimately, yeah. you can hit him up on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown. Where can they find you on Twitter? They can't. Oh, that's no, that's good. <laughs> good. At Weekly Planet Pod is Ooh. ours, but mine is um at Mr. Sunday Movies. I love you it. You can also check out my YouTube channel, Mr. Sunday to Sunday. And also, if you want to shoot us an email with suggestions of shows, please do. Mm. Weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com or on God Twitter. knows we're out of ideas. We sure are. Again, next week, don't know what we're going to do. Doesn't matter. It's going to be out, great, though. Anything? Sure. Anything out of the movies this week? No. Let's do a G.I. Joe one. Oh, great. G.I. <laughs> Joe retrospective. Yeah. Great. We can play with all the toys. We can play with the Terradrome battle set. I never had any G.I. Joe toys. Wow. I had cores. What? The core man's G.I. Oh, the core. Core. The core. Is that what they were called? The core was action figure of the yeah. band. Yeah. I only had the guy, though. Yeah, Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could get the girls, but you had to get the guys. Yeah, well. yeah, the guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the that's rule. That's the rule. That was always the fantasy. <laughs> you get to buy all the action figures of the girls, but you had to get the guy as well. Gross. Still would. Still would. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.